Today's show is brought to you by Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com forward slash SOP and using promo code SOP. As in serially obsessed podcast, that's casper.com forward slash SOP. I have some good notes. <laughs> I'm super excited to talk to you about my notes. Listen. Well, that sounds like a great reason to start another episode of Serially Obsessed. Dipti has some good notes. You wrote she that on her phone. Yep. Guys, this is a first. Dip has moved from pen and paper to the probably the notes app on your iPhone. Is uh, that's that right. right. Oh, notes app. Nice. Notes app. Notes app. I am tech savvy. The place for your karaoke lists and undisclosed notes. Yeah. Short lists for grocery shopping. That's right. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Daisy Rosario. I'm Dipti Sarawa. I'm Layla Carrillo. And we are here to do another episode of Serially Obsessed for You. And if you've made it this far somehow and don't understand why we do it or who we are, <laughs> I'm a public radio producer. Uh, I really dug talking about Serial. I continue to dig talking to my two friends who also have strong opinions on everything that has since come out about Serial because we also do comedy together. Dip, what about you? I was a prosecutor at a different point in my life, so I enjoy thinking about Crime. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she got into prosecuting. She enjoyed yeah. thinking about crime. Not passion for the law. No. Enjoyed thinking, thinking about, about crime. crime. I hate the law. <laughs> and um, Layla. I'm just a, a media whore. Yeah. I like media stuff. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> and I like to critique it. Except I don't get into Facebook battles about it. No. <laughs> you don't. No. I, Layla's saying this because I just got into a Facebook battle about the Amy Winehouse documentary. It was <laughs> reeling from that battle about the Amy Winehouse documentary. Yep. Sorry, it was at like 3 a.m. And hey. I was like not not having what someone was saying about the well, documentary. Well, here's the thing. I uh, really was looking forward to seeing the documentary. I saw it. I wept a lot. I uh, wept so much, Daisy. I wept. I wept probably not that many I times since so Big Hero I had so many tears. I was embarrassed at the end oh of my the movie. <laughs> I was a mess because I was just like, why, Amy? Why? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it was not the best documentary I've ever seen in that uh, I actually used to work in independent film, so I've I've seen documentaries of all kinds and of all backgrounds, but... Um, I didn't. A I wasn't a huge Amy Winehouse fan. I had respect for her voice and all that. All mm-hmm. I knew was that she was a hot mess, and the documentary made me feel like, oh, there was so much more behind it. Hey guys, Daisy here, and before we get a little further into this episode, I wanted to stop and take a moment to acknowledge our sponsor, and that's Casper, the mattress company, the online mattress company. You know, normally we record the episodes that you listen to at Dipti's apartment in Brooklyn, but right now I am doing this ad while sitting on an actual Casper mattress, and I have to tell you, it is so comfortable. And the reason it's so comfortable is because it is obsessively engineered. And at the same time, they sell it for a shockingly fair price. You go online, you make your choice of a mattress that is between $500 and $950, which if you know the price of mattresses is amazingly low. And they ship it directly to your home in a box that does not look like the regular mattress box that you're probably thinking of. And you lay it out and you get to try it and you have a hundred nights to try it. And if you don't love it, they will give you a refund. But I mean, this is an incredibly comfortable, both like firm yet soft, supportive foam mattress. I mean, it's just super comfortable and really, really, really awesome. And so the deal today is if you go to casper.com forward slash SOP and use the bonus code SOP, you will get $50 off of any mattress purchase. So again, that's casper.com forward slash SOP and then use the promo code SOP. 
Now, if I haven't already convinced you that this is totally worth checking out, I want to just tell you a little bit about this mattress. It's two technologies together that you've probably heard of, memory foam, which has become huge the last few years, and latex foam. It's risk-free trial and free delivery, so they'll send it to you, try it for 100 days. If you don't love it, hey, they'll come pick it up. I gotta say, it's a really comfortable mattress. I'm looking forward to sleeping on it later tonight, and I'll let you guys get back to the episode, but don't forget, you can go to casper.com forward slash SOP and use the bonus code SOP, as in Serially Obsessed Podcast, to get $50 off of any mattress purchase with Casper. Undisclosed lots of revelations last time that we listened. It was like, it sounded like the tapping, the tapping with the J and the signals and the tapping. Yeah. That was huge. That was huge. But then I listened to the next episode and I was like, I, I, I wasn't sure. Do you know my first note about that next episode was, was where that? did Rabia go on vacation? Because Rabia goes on vacation and I wanted to know where she went. Oh, she said she went on vacation? Yeah, oh. I think so. That's what I had. That's my first note. Where did Rabia go on vacation? Yeah. You know what my first note was? What? Who's Anne? Her? <laughs> what, is she funny or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's my top note. <laughs> this is the difference between when you take notes on your phone versus <laughs> on paper. Like, on, on paper, they were so thorough. On the phone, it's like, who's Anne? What I'm going to make that? a bit. I'm going to make a bit in reference to Arrested Development. Yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. how have we never Netflix. heard of her? What was your top note, Daisy? I mean, it was the episode after. My top note was mostly that it was the episode after that I was like, okay, I kind of feel like I know what's going on again. Because that episode started and after having like these kind of like big revelatory moments of yeah. them talking about like the tapping and things like that it all of a sudden was like, we were kind of back to the, like, here's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of detail and, like, very little rest to, like, let it sink in. And I was just genuinely pretty confused for a lot of the episode as to, like, who was being referenced at times. Yeah, for me, this, the episode was all illuminating, all amazing work. They really showed that all the police work and prosecution work was shoddy. But I was still left with, so now what? Yeah, you've you you make all these points that yeah. are so interesting right. and illuminating, but he still might have done it. Like I don't I still don't know who did it. All you're saying is there's all these holes. And I'm not taking away from what you're saying and like I can't imagine how much work has gone into that. But I don't know what to do with it. And this is, we should be clear, this is the episode of Undisclosed called The Suspect. Yes. That we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say that I felt like the, the one after that kind of got clearer for me, I'm referencing the arrest. But it's The Suspect that we're talking about that, yeah, I mean, it was like kind of right away. I mean, I got, I got very much the idea that they were like, clearly they were very focused on Adnan, like right. so early, so early, so early. But in terms of a lot of the details about like who they were talking about and when and like this person's affidavit and that, I was like, I'm not sure who we're talking about now and in a way that was like really really fast um because i would have to like go back and listen to it multiple times to really get that um which is just a little much to do honestly uh and i say that that's kind of the radio producer and me talking there because it's actually something we talk about a lot at work is you know when i'm working with somebody on a script or they're editing what they're talking about uh, whatever project they're working on is like when we have important information we usually make sure that there's like 
a beat or two after mm-hmm. where maybe we're just saying something that's actually a little bit throwaway so that the person can kind yeah. of digest the main thought before we move on to the next That's segment. interesting you say that because I feel like every point they make in the episode is so important. I have zero time to digest any of it. Yeah, it yeah. comes fast and furious. You and, know? And, I, and I I mean, that's fine. Like, they have so much to say, but I'm just, I, I can't help but think it's so much to process. Right. No, and it, it is. You're right. Like, I don't know how else work, they do you know? it. I, yeah. I don't. I'm not, like, criticizing how they do it. Yeah. But. And I think, for what it's worth, I think these, uh, like, these last chunk of episodes have all been really uh, like much better produced i mean i have to give them credit for that uh definitely yeah there's a lot more of uh where they're just like literally like recapping things and then telling you what's happening Mm -hmm. um overall which i think is really helpful because there just is so much information but i yeah i still like it's just it's so much information and so much of it to me is kind of like schrodinger's cat kind of a thing it's like well nobody knows because the evidence is been tampered with or people didn't do their jobs well enough so that uh you know the right rabbit holes weren't right weird things were ignored weird things were ignored but it's like i can't imagine that that's not the case in almost all cases like this. Because, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Absolutely. 100%. Right. Yeah, where it's just like, yeah, I, it didn't occur to I'm me not to make a left because Baltimore, I just didn't go that way. I'm not giving the Baltimore PD a pass on that, and a lot of these detectives were corrupt, and we know, and it's been sure. said, and I've read articles and everything. But the thing about the suspect episode was... I guess I, I, I walked away from it thinking... Well, yeah, he was a suspect. He was the ex-boyfriend. Why is it right. bad that they investigated course, the like hell one out of, of the him? Yeah. People they like, always think of. Like I feel like Undisclosed was saying, "See, look how he was just a target," and so they were just building the case. But right, yeah, but then they I think were, that they were building the case. Right, right, but then they do something like when when I think it was either Robbie or Susan. Sorry, ladies, I can still not tell your voices apart. Oh, you can. I can. I can. No, I can't. For whatever reason, it takes me like a few seconds you to be what? like, oh. Rabia is more conversational. I also think she that is. Rabia has a better microphone. I, I really like when Rabia just tore to shreds that study that the Baltimore PD did on Muslims. And because like when they were reading, even Serial discussed that study. They were like talking about, well, this is. This is how Muslim men are. I mean, it was oh, just the was most so straight up weird. racist, yeah. Yeah. Islamophobic, horrible shit I've ever heard. And right. and I was really excited that Rabia was just horrified by that. Mm-hmm. And you know, like to go back to episodes we talked about those, like when that came up in serial and we talked about it. Yeah. I think it's also really interesting again to point out that like this is all this stuff that's happening before September 11th. So like right. yeah. really think about like if that's what they were experiencing then and that's what this police force was already treating Muslims like then like can we just think for a moment about what it really was like for Muslims like right after September 11th yeah. happened? Yeah. Although speaking of the community, I actually yeah. would love to um into the next episode which is about Adnan's actual arrest mm-hmm. and it starts which I always think it's great whenever you can pull tape from someplace. They have tape of the like police reports 
of that day, like, I mean, um, the news reports of that day, like, yeah. when right. you hear the announcer being like, today Adnan Saeed was arrested, and you hear, like, the voices, and then you hear Rabia, mm-hmm. so it sounds like she was one of the ones interviewed for, I guess it was TV. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was, like, interesting to hear other tape, because this is a podcast where we just hear a lot them of talking. them talking. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and so for that next episode, to have tape of that, to have tape of Gutierrez, always. With oh, oh Goots. Goots has been back. That was another note yeah, I Yeah, Goots has Goots been uh, around in uh, quite a few of these episodes, yeah. which has yeah. been really exciting. Did you get excited when you heard her voice? Because I did. Yeah, I always get excited <laughs> when I hear Goots. I don't know that yeah. I ever got excited before, but I do now. And I, I don't do know now. What that means. Correct. What yeah. is that? I mean, do? right, that's true. It, I was never excited to hear Goots and Serial because I feel like it was just always like, Whoa. it was always like, oh, Goots. And now it's like, Goots. Now it's yes. like, oh. now, right, now it's like, oh, nice. It's like I ironically like her. It's all, no, you know. I just want to hear her voice. Maybe it is that I kind of ironically like her, but I think it's that I ironically like her because. It's like hearing an old friend. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's I remember like, you from right, Serial. Right. I remember you from like, Serial. Remember how excited we were last fall and winter over Serial? I do. We started a, a podcast over it. Yeah. This is, like, we like started a podcast. <laughs> yeah. People now, actually like, my, excitement, my excitement has waned, but I, I'm still in it. I'm yeah. still in it to win it. I am excited about the new Serial. Mm. Me too. It's going to be too. great. It'll be interesting to know what is going on with the next... Season. But I was um, excited that not her real name Kathy was brought up. Oh man, okay. Kathy was bad. That was also like an old friend. She was in a car. That was also an old friend, and it was exciting. Except this time, her voice wasn't because in Serial there were times where her voice would get distorted. It felt like, and then there were right. other times where it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I will say that sometimes, and this might just be me, but sometimes I would get confused and undisclosed because I didn't know if they were calling. Not her real name, Kathy, by not her real name, Kathy, or her actual name, oh, which I think they, they called it both. They we, call it both, and I get very confused. I think they would say not her real name, Kathy, comma, Christy. Oh, her that's name That's basically right. what they would say. Yeah, but sometimes they just call her, I feel but like. But this time they were like, oh, no, like, they, like, they pulled up to stop Jen, and she was in a car with Kathy. With Kathy, and I was like, Kathy. which Kathy? Oh. Which Kathy? I didn't know which Kathy, and I got kind of confused. There's also so there's a whole new cast of characters that Undisclosed brings up. Yeah. It's almost as yeah. if it's like Which is so interesting. Like they found all these people that that the police did not talk to. Yeah. And there's a Mr. Was, a now. There's a Mr. A in there's addition a Mr. to a, a Mr. Mrs. S. There's a Mrs. S. And you know what it all just made me think like, was these it's are too B characters. Much. Like, it's too much. Well, <laughs> well that's the thing. Like, Sarah, Sarah Keenan on serials talked about how she like did a lot of interviews that didn't lead to certain things and so we're not hearing those and you know I think about um you know putting too many voices in often like in the work I do yeah and even in the video uh stuff that I was shooting recently like you know when deciding who was going to demonstrate an item it was like well either of these two people can do it but we also already have an interview with this one person so let's just have them do it so we don't have to introduce another person another person because it just gets confusing and so I get that they're following you know, all of these leads and they want to follow all these totally, ideas. Yeah. But it is also like, that's a lot of, I, I almost, I don't know who we're talking about sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I get very confused. And then like, there is a moment where, and I think they've been getting better at this in the later episodes, but there are moments where they just use pronouns and like, you can't, you can't do yeah. that to Well, me. we've been guilty of that too, though. Uh, 100%. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying not that we're not. technically trying to like, 
undo a case where I'm like, yeah. like shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, right, and right. then there's Anne, and then there's Debbie, who apparently is like the linchpin to this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I Debbie, don't think I've Debbie, ever heard you about guys before. remember how we were freaking out about Debbie? Debbie who? Debbie, Debbie who? who? We titled our episode that. You know what? Okay, so speaking of who the hell is that, Anne, my, that was my favorite part of that particular episode. My okay. second favorite part? Yeah. Bring it. I can't wait to hear This better be good. What's out? She's losing it. (laughs) What's out? They felt the need to define poof. Poof? Poof? I don't know why I don't remember this, but I'm like, oh. And then the evidence went poof. And they're like, by by that, we mean. I'm like, well, we know what poof means. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, They defined it like four times. I remember that. That's really funny. You know what that reminds me of? And I was just like... Wait, I know what poof means. <laughs> it's not a legal you know term of art. Don't know. Who is Debbie? <laughs> Please go back and describe Debbie to me. No, that's really funny though, because we've talked a lot about how like we totally respect the work that they're doing, and like of obviously course. they're not like media people. And it's funny because I used to teach first person storytelling, and um, when I taught it to people who were not performers, like had not made any effort to be performers in their life, but just. We're learning how to do this as like a exercise for good. One of the things I would always say is like the biggest note I have to give them is like they don't know the difference between like information that everybody knows and information they actually have to explain. And so what would happen, especially with teenagers, was that they would be like in some weird program and they'd be like the M12, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's like some specific name of a period in their school. But then they'd be like, so I went to prom. You know what prom is? Like prom is like at the end of the year. Everyone knows prom is. Why are you explaining prom? But you breeze through some technical thing that only exists at your school. And that is what the poof thing Yeah, that you completely uh, define poof. Poof. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I'm so glad but, you brought it up. I mean, their their whole poof analysis was good. They they said that there was <laughs> there was no record of like five out of eight people who were key witnesses, and but and I almost wonder if like again, I, I I'm just I'm just like trying to see it from all angles, right? But like. Maybe there is a point where, like, cops are like, you know what, all these, uh, you go and you start asking people, and then it's, like, all these names. After a while, you've got to be like, okay, listen, like, we don't need to talk to Anne. We don't need to talk to whomever. But you make records of everything, and the whole, like, Brady argument, did you guys get that? That's a very lawyer thing. It's a whole thing where you have to... You're re- the prosecution is required to right. give exculpatory information right. mm-hmm. to the defense. Yes. And it was this case, Brady versus Maryland or whatever. Anyways, every jurisdiction uses that. And so even if they were like, ugh, whatever, and she's not important. Right. You still make a record of it. So I, th- I, I think it was shoddy police work. Yeah. And, and they did highlight that. Poof. I don't know. I'm poof. sorry. I'm still stuck on the the, the, the poof. The poof thing. <laughs> the poof thing. It just made me laugh so much. I'm like, really? And I'm more laughing at you mean. being like, they did a good job with the poof. <laughs> <laughs> with the poof evidence. The poof explanation. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, so like, so the suspect, super, super technical. I was excited to get into the arrest episode. It was mm-hmm. interesting to hear Adnan's mom again. Uh, you know, we heard yes. her yes, a couple times before. She almost started crying. Oh, it was very hard to oh. hear that. Mm. I mean, I just have, you know, let, let, even if Adana is guilty, like, it's so hard to listen to parents who have gone through those 
things of like yeah you know being either losing a child legitimately for like you know he did it and he's supposed to be in prison like it's still hard on her in a way as a parent that you know you just can't of fathom course. and sure. it's just so and she believes her that her son did not do it of course right yeah so imagine her pain and we heard her his younger brother right and we heard their descriptions so that was really really interesting and gutierrez and uh Jen, oh man, tape of Jen on Jen. the stand sounding yeah. very standoffish. Oh, oh man. You know what? Like, anything what? that comes out of Undisclosed for me that's like as big as the tapping is that this time I'm looking at Jen being like, girl, you're very shady. I there's, 100% there's agree with There's just like though. a friggin' like a grove of shade over this girl. Because yes. then there's like... There's also that additional information, which I think we may have sort of touched upon when we were talking about when we were doing like the actual serial breakdowns. But the fact that like Jen and Jay may have had like the stepping out mm-hmm. oh, stuff yeah. where it's like now it seems to me like, oh, yeah, there had to have been something going on between those two. Right. Zero doubt. Yeah, like I'm some, sorry, something's up with those Jen two. Jen knows everything of what happened. But also nothing. Yeah. It's well, very confusing all her back and forth. I was reading a really interesting like Reddit thread where somebody had tried to bullet point all the things that Jen really? has said and I was confused just reading it, which right. doesn't you know, isn't surprising. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I feel like definitely like if you come out of serial being like, Oh Jay, then so far you come out of undisclosed and being like, Oh Ugh, Jen. Jen. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Ugh, Jen. And yeah, like, Jay and come out of Jen. You're like, jeez, man. Yeah, like, those two. She she I'm sorry, Jen, I don't know you, but I kind of am villainizing you in my head. Like Jay. You're as bad as Jay to me. It, the whole thing is just bizarre. You know, like, I mean, they make that point in the episode um, talking about how, you know, she was talking about how, like, she knew she was, like, hey, was strangled, but then right, when she's talking like, about who? her friend's mom found the body because she's referencing something that happened and a year ago. And it's like, so what? crazy. Like, yeah, what her friend Nicole on? says, like, oh, yeah, like, I heard she was strangled. Yeah. Here are things, though, that um, did also come up that I was a little like, oh, like, I feel like you're reaching there. Like, one, they were talking about how, like, you know, word had gotten back to Adnan that Jay was being interrogated. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no way he would have slept, but he was asleep at 530 in the morning when they came. And it's like, that's, okay, I get that, but uh, you have me a lot more if it's, like, 1230 at night than 530 in the morning. Because even when people are super tense and wound up about something... There comes a certain point at the night where you might just nod, nod off. off. Like you could at five, yeah. like five thirty in the morning is why I say that. I'm like, yeah. again, like if he sure. was like one thirty in the morning, I would have been like, yeah, that is weird that he's sleeping. Five thirty in the morning, like he could have paced around for three hours and like right. fell asleep. The other thing was they were talking about um, the rumors about how they was like Jay was interrogated for twelve hours, and they're like, we want to find out more about that. And I was like, really? Like because that's like it's so easy for a rumor like that to start, and if it's mm-hmm. true, then like sure, but. Really, like, one 12 hours is, like, even if he was interrogated for, like, four hours, it, it's, it's like, the easiest thing in the world for that to become a rumor that it was 12 hours. Because people would be like, yeah. how'd they get to Adnan? Well, Jay, they interrogated Jay. Oh, my God, they interrogated Jay for, like, hours. hours. Like, forever. Yeah. Like, 12 hours. Like, that's all one person has to say for the rumor of 12 hours to start. So there just, like, wasn't enough there for me that that be, like, a thing that they spent a little, like, time on of, like, it could be this. And I'm like, no. Like, and the thing that... that I find like stressful about that kind of stuff is that I just want them to to like they do have so much good interesting yes. evidence. So I'm like, no, don't spend time on stuff like that because right. it kind of undermines 
your other good points. Like, I totally there's such agree with an you, easy explanation for that that it's like, no, 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 don't. Because like if yeah. I if I can't trust that you're parsing out mm-hmm. things that are also like important or whatever, it's like harder for me to get into some of the other stuff. Yeah. It, it just wasn't their investigation was just wasn't edited. They're, they found so much interesting stuff, and right. again, they're not journalists, so Correct. I would probably want to talk about everything that I did as well. But it could use the edit of a journalist. Yeah, I mean, just somebody to like, mm-hmm. yeah, to to call it back and be like, you guys have like ten points to make, and six of them are incredible, and like, let's focus yeah. on the incredible ones, right? Just, and like, because I want to be able to like dive into those more. Is like, like we were talking about earlier, like to be able to have a rest after some of those thoughts, correct? Yeah, and that's like and where you have some of that time. You know, when I'm paying the most attention is when they're actually having a conversation, because I can. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know if they're reading from a script, but I kind of think sometimes they are. And I can tell, and it's when they're having a convo after a main point yes. that I am listening the most. And when I understand the most. Mm-hmm. And when I understand the most. And it's like little things you can keep out. They started uh, episode six saying, so Jay was the main witness for the prosecution's case. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, um, we're on undisclosed episode six after a million bonus mm-hmm. episodes we know that Jay was the main witness of the case. That is an example of something to edit out. That was yeah. like literally took probably like no two one seconds is gonna be to say like, who's Jay. Right. But you know what? Everyone is saying who's, who's Debbie. Debbie and who's Anne. <laughs> Anne is new. Anne's a new character that they introduced into season two when things started getting boring. Like yeah, baby. And Belle. He's the um. <laughs> Yeah, the Andy of Family Ties. I've just dated myself. Oh, right. wow. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy. Oh, that guy got crazy, didn't yep. he? Yeah. Oh, he's totally oh, always featured the in the... child actor. Yeah. Where are they team. now? Yeah, he's one of those, like, you click through them on a... Totally. Yeah, yeah. on those, those, like, where are they now? They're like, you should like this website, and mm-hmm. it's going to crash your computer. But I'm like, I need those to know what now. Andy is doing now. so long to load. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. All I learned about Andy was that he has pimples. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I think he got, I don't know, I feel like I remember him getting into meth or something. It's very upsetting. Something like that. Okay. But anyway, so Anne, yeah, she's the Andy of... Yeah. And Debbie. Uh, and I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not taking away from all the work that they did. It's obviously so incredible and they did so sure. much and I have mad respect for that. Yeah. I mean, like, look, just alone the work that Susan has kind of culled together. Oh, it's astounding. For the fucking cell phone towers. It's oh just my like God. How oh. she didn't commit suicide in the midst of all of that. Because it's just like so, it's so boring. And then totally. in the end, and she like does all this crazy work and then in the end to be like, you know what? The cell phone towers don't even matter. Like, none of it matters. I'm like, like shit, what? girl. You did all this work just to really come out of it and be like, yeah, you know what? The cell phone tower information gives you zero, zero. information. Like, oh, And nothing. you know what? Like, I guess if I were them, I'd be like, God. you assholes are going to listen to all the work that I, I know, did. That's why. It's even like, even no, if it, we're going to do an entire nothing. episode about, like, evidence that was used in court that shouldn't have been used in court based on scientific stuff that, like, is literally fucking moot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's so sad. And, like, it's like, Susan, really damn, girl. I, like, well, it's also, it's great because it's an so hour sad. and 17 minute episode. 
It's crazy. It's long. Yeah. Ping. I like the title. Ping. 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 It's a good title. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what I have to say about Ping. At one point, you go through the list of all the towers and where they're located, and I'm oh. like, buh bye bye. I can't. It's like, I should be watching so much others that I can't. Like, I could be hate watching True Detective right now. Uh, oh, I knew that was going to be bad. Could do, it's oh, so, yeah, it never yeah, looked yeah. good to me, and it's just been Listen, upsetting. Listen, you heard it here first. We already deemed that TD2 was going to be no bueno, and, and now we're living in it. We're living in it. We're living in the really shitty season. Of you guys, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, everyone's just shitting oh, on I it. Oh, I know. I watched it, and I had to stop watching it. Yeah. Wait, I, I have so one question angry. for you. Yes. Please tell me that Timmy Riggins is great in it, though. I don't know who that is. Who's Timmy Riggins? You didn't what? watch Friday Night Lights? No. no. Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> okay, Taylor oh, Kitsch. He's the uh, worst. He's kind of oh, terrible. Oh, no, he is. I don't know he's, that it's his fault. He's like a dreamboat. Look, he's guys, really I just bad. want to point out to, you know, you listening, like, on your iPhone or as you're jogging, uh, wherever you're listening, look, the cell phone towers are, like, really intense, so we're just going to take a true detective, like, side take a trip for a second, <laughs> okay? Take a little break. And I hope that you're with us, because maybe you're hate-watching it, too. I have stopped watching. You I, did. I what episode did you stop back, watching it? Like four. Mm-hmm. So you won't finish it? I probably I'm going to watch the whole thing. It. I probably won't finish it. I don't have enough time. Like, I don't have enough time in my life anymore to, like, watch things I'm not enjoying. Yeah, I hear you. I that just makes don't. Sense. But, like, the first episode, and it's funny because here's the other thing that's happening with True Detective. So people don't like it, and then there's that small handful of people that either, like, do like it or are doing the thing where I'm like... I need to like it because I've busted time. So I'm going to try right. to convince you guys that you're just complaining about nothing. And so that would there's be all those people that are like, um, the first season didn't start well either. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, don't tell me my memories of the first season. No, yeah. Episode okay. one of the first season, I was, was like, fantastic. I'm so in. Yeah. The first yeah, were, episode of this season, I was like, what, what is going on? I was like, started yeah. playing uh, slots on my phone. Uh, I was I mad. play on my phone all the time during all these I can't these wait episodes. to watch it. I can't wait oh, to see my reaction. Because to get through emails. That'll be a good time to do it, Dick. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like, there's a lot of stuff in True Detective Season 2 that you're just like, this is this is very boring and it's not necessary, so I'm going to do shit on my phone. And then... You'll be doing stuff on your phone, and then there'll be, like, a small dialogue between two characters, and in that, like, two-second, like, really brief dialogue will be, like, a big nugget of information. You're just like, what the fuck? You just made me, like, play on my phone for, like, five minutes. You made me play on my phone? You literally made me play on my phone for five minutes because nothing was happening, and, like, Vince Vaughn was just being, like, a garbage actor. Vince Vaughn is so horrible on that show. Yeah. He's this is not reviving Kitch. his character. He's worse I, than I mean, Taylor Kitsch. You know what? I, I think would... Taylor Kitsch has been given worse things to do. But I Agreed. think Vince Vaughn is Agreed. generally worse because than Taylor all Kitch. Taylor Kitsch has going on is like Don't this give it weird. Don't for a dip. Yeah, let no. her experience it. Oh. Speak in code. It's it's a broke back mountain story. It's Who so gives a fuck? Just give this I gave it stuff. away. Oh I my god, away. I hate you. I gave it away. Listen, you're she gonna figure it out it by season Taylor two. Taylor Kitsch is gay in it. You get it With by Vince season Vaughn? two. No, Episode no, two. just watch we are it. On season two. Um, We're going to talk about this on Obsession Sessions. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> in episode two, it's very clear that there's some weird Brokeback Mountain shit. The whole first episode like, of the show cares? doesn't even need to happen. I cannot like, believe it's like it that should, you just The whole thing should have started with the second episode, and even then it's not good. This is one of those situations where I don't, like, I, I, 
you stopped watching by like episode four. There's like a there's a reset that happens. Uh, a reset maybe like in the two. Fourth, yes, and it happens like two series. episodes. It happens like two episodes in. It happened. Did you see the shootout episode? The the one that closes on that crazy like Mexican standoff sort of shootout no. thing. Okay, that must have been like the fourth one or something. They literally reset like halfway through the minute, and then it's like, oh, the gang's all back. And I'm like, who gives a shit about the g- this gang was never a gang. Well, there was also one thing they did, and I'm not gonna spoil this, Layla. Don't spoil. Thank it you, Daisy. But there's one thing that they did at the end of one of the early episodes, maybe the second episode, where I was like, that's ballsy. And then it was like, oh, no, it's not at all. And it's just yep. so annoying. Yes. Like, because, I was like, I'm, yes. I've lost all respect for you now. It feels like, you know how, like, um, Fifty Shades of Grey was actually Twilight fan fiction to start? Yes. What? And then they, yeah. And then they, like, changed it True all. Detective Season 2 is basically like David fan Lynch fan fiction. Yeah. But that's, like, not oh. good. It feels like, it feels like somebody... Sat Nicholas, whatever his last Pizzetti or whatever his last name is. I don't know. I don't want to say it wrong. But the guy who writes True Detective. It sounds like somebody sat him down and was like, here's what I liked about your first season. These are the only things you should actually focus on. He went, right, darkness, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, famous actors, it's, okay? Yep. And it was just like, no, that's not... Like, it's so like, heavy-handedly aware of the fact that it was dark before and trying so it, to be dark now. It's, like... Is it the same writer? Yeah, it's the same director. Yeah, but Kerry the director... Kukunawa, yeah, but he was the director of the episodes, but the guy who's the main executive producer is the... It was one the writer of every yeah. single episode of season one. It's the same guy doing Do you think the director, two. though, had that change has nothing to do with it? No. No. The, it, the director definitely made some gorgeous, like, visual points in the first one. I love oh, the way he shot it. There's... But the and story... Also, like, editing... I love it, that guy. That... He's like half Asian. Yeah, half oh, but he didn't direct. He didn't direct this season. I know. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if that's what part of the difference is. No, I don't think no. so. Because I will say, like, what season two is doing very nicely is they're doing these really nice, like fade, like these like fade ins and fade outs and like yeah, it's still and like smash cuts stuff. that are really nice. So mm-hmm. there's like there's visually like production nerdy like film nerdy stuff that's cool that's mm-hmm. happening in mm-hmm. season two. Unless Carrie Fukunaga made big cuts to the scripts in season one that we just don't know about, then I don't see what the difference is. I mean, the problem is the writing. The writing the writing this season is really Ugh. troubling. Ugh. Yeah. The writing Ugh. this season is the thing that's troubling. And I think that's why those actors are fan like the only one that's kind of selling her lines really well is uh what's Rachel her McAdams. Rachel, Rachel McAdams. How is she in it? So much. She's wonderful. I love and her. I love her so much and I don't understand it myself. But um yeah, even like she's given stuff to do where I'm like, oh you poor thing. Right. But she's you poor thing. Really selling. She's it. better than yeah. Her and Colin Farrell are like trying How's Colin Farrell? They are bringing they're, they're bringing their they're A game bringing their to a game. D minus script. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that's a lot of true detective. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. That I started watching the Jinx since a lot of people talked about. Wait, you haven't watched it? I hadn't seen it before. Um, I was on a flight the other day and they had the Jinx available and I was like, you know what? I'm afraid of flying, so why don't I creep myself out on top of that? Mm -hmm. And I decided to watch the Jinx. Yeah. It's a really bad idea. Yeah. Um, but it was really, really good. But then I kept watching it when I got home and I fell asleep to it and had super weird dreams. Did you finish it? No. I mean, you know I mean, what happened. Yeah, it's like it made it into the news, so I couldn't help it. Right. Yeah. The Jinx was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I literally binged the Jinx in one day. That sounds that sounds intense. It was very doable. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it's only, what, six hour long episodes, so. I mean, to me, the thing that's most depressing about the Jinx is that it confirms, like, if you are crazy wealthy, you can do whatever you want because Mm -hmm. you're going to get some crazy, amazing lawyers that are just going to make everything you do make sense. Well, you know what that reminds me of? Last quick aside, Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck. Oh, that whole he's, thing. He's so crazy rich this. and has such an empire around him. I think she's talking about the PBS thing. No, I'm just... No, no, no. I'm just talking about this. They say that he is divorcing Jennifer Garner, or they're getting divorced. Right. Because he's because, a heroin addict? Because he's a heroin addict. Well, or yeah, he does the heroin. And I'm like, how can he do all these things? And it's because he has so much money. People... He, everyone is riding on him. He's a he's an entity. So if you're rich... If you're rich, you, like, you're golden. I don't know. Is that, I mean, I don't know that that's always true. I mean, at least talking about Ben Affleck, because, I mean, Tom Cruise would be in that same boat, and I think Tom Cruise is kind of vilified now. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I love about Tom Cruise right now? Everyone's on board with him. Because he just did Fallon. Now he's like America's sweetheart again. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> he might be leaving the Church of Scientology. And it's the part people are like. And I can't. Think people are pumped about I can't that, wait we'll see to see happens. Mission Impossible 5. But, like, I enjoy seeing Tom Cruise in movies. I think I he's a fantastic actor. I can't. I don't believe anything he does. The only time I, do. I ever liked him in a movie. No, two times. I liked him in Vanilla Sky. And I liked him in Eyes Wide Shut. And both of those were because I actually believed, like, the setting. But otherwise, like, I never... I can never enjoy Tom Cruise in movies because I just am like, I don't think he's that good of an actor and I find him distracting. Like, Even anytime when he made the funny cameo in the, what was the movie? The funny Tropic movie. Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. Like, you I were was dying like, over that? I was no, freaking out. It was amazing. No. I was just, I, like when I see Tom Cruise in pretty much any movie, I'm like, there's Tom Cruise in a horse. There's Tom yeah, Cruise walking down I get, the street. I, that's what I was going to say. Tom it's like, doing oh, this I don't thing, think that. Which is why Vanilla yeah. Sky works for me because it's all about this like wealthy guy who like, and I'm like, oh, I feel like if, if right. Tom Cruise was in an accident and lost his face, like, it's he interesting. would lose his shit. I feel like I have a, I have a very similar reaction to Leonardo DiCaprio sometimes, right. and I just need to like, just like, what's your Leo? Re- There's this person emoting. Right, right. like this, this is like I see. I think Leo's a great actor. I too. can't ever let go that it's them. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm con- like mm-hmm. like, which is why Eyes Wide Shut works for me because right. that was part of Kubrick's casting. Yeah, I think he wanted them to be distracting. Like, he wanted them to be this, this, right. like, this, this, like, fantasy layer on top of what was happening. Right. So it works for me. Yeah. But yeah, like, when he's, like, And also, like, they guy, were married at the same, like, yeah. they were married at the time, so I think it was, like, it was, it was really literally, weird. like, watching, this is gonna sound really, really weird, but I, I'm, I'm gonna stand by it, because it was literally, like, watching a sex tape, but, like, a very produced, like, what, like, yeah. oh, yes. you're gonna, you love that this is, like, the Hollywood A couple. Right. And you're in gonna this crazy in this situation. crazy situation. Yes. That movie was phenomenal on yeah. so many levels. That's why that casting worked really. I mean that's what Kim yep. Kubrick was going for, which is super cool. I don't have a hard time suspending my what is it, suspending disbelief. my disbelief. disbelief like for Tom Cruise and Leo. Like I, I have a less I'm hard time able with Leo. to just I have a sit. hard time with Tom Cruise. I'm able to just sit and enjoy their performances. I think it's also just because yeah. Tom Cruise does very similar things to me. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, he always kind of just looks like, when he's, like, upset, it's always the same face. And when he's this thing, it's always the same, and that just, I can't. Right. Yeah, Tom Cruise has kind of never done it for me. Even, like, years and years ago before like he before had the fall from grace. Before the couch. Yeah, I always felt that way. Yeah. I remember seeing Last Samurai, I was like, there he is on a horse. There he is in this costume. Look at his hair! Chin length. Like, I was like, okay. Um, and I remember, like, he got a lot of love from Magnolia. 
And that's the one where, you know, I haven't seen Magnolia. I actually in a didn't long see time. Magnolia. I need to see it. I've seen it once, and you know what? I forgot about that one when I was listening to it. I would say that one also works for me, but again, he's playing kind but of like playing, a super power. Yeah, like like he's playing a character that I already think is like similar to his stature in life, so right. it, I believe that. Yeah. But that's about like it. Like Tom Cruise playing a Tony Robbins character right. archetype is not like. Whoa! Wow. This it's is like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So like, I can right, see that makes sense. I'd actually be really, uh, curious which is why the hear. Tropic Thunder thing was like funny to me, but it wasn't like whoa. Yeah, like because it like, was. Right. It was him being like this power crazy person, but just like in a costume. But I'm in a costume and I'm dancing. No, yeah. to me it was a big time whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'd be really curious to hear uh, from people who listen to our show uh, <laughs> about the jinx specifically like if any of yeah. you guys were into it or whatever because it is another total like true crime thing uh, and we didn't really talk about it when it was happening but I know like a lot of that stuff that happened with that wrapped up like two weeks after serial itself wrapped up so I yeah. know a lot of my mm-hmm. friends are making comparisons but since I'm behind and you might be too shoot feel free to shoot us an email because yeah. I'd love to hear what listeners think about uh, the the jinx. The jinx. Super yeah. Jinx. Yeah. Let's make those and, comparisons. And on that note, thanks for all your emails. Yeah, yeah. guys. I love reading them so much. Oh, and your tweets. So good. It's very very fun. And if you don't know where to email us, you can email us. We have a Gmail account that's serially obsessed pod. Basically, the name of the show, but instead of podcast, pod. So serially obsessed pod at gmail.com is where you can send those if you happy to hear from you. And then our Twitter is serial obsessed pod. You know, not adverbs, basically. Not adverbs, not yeah. past tense. Good S-E-R-I-A-L-O-B-S-E-S-S-P-O-D. And that's us at Twitter. So, you know, just the at sign before that name. And you can hit us up there. We love, 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 love hearing from you guys. It's always fun. And we're often, like, texting each other, like, did you read that email? Um, because we think it's so fun. Yeah. So let us know what you think about some of that stuff. And if you got strong opinions on Tom Cruise, I mean, bring them. Bring them. Yeah. yeah. I would and, like and to know. Detective season two. Oh, I would like Detective to know what two. you think about TD2, yeah. Tom Cruise, and I'm sorry, we didn't talk about that much, but Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really into this divorce. Really? I don't care. I'm I don't care surprised. about all celebrity divorces, but for some reason, I'm intrigued by this one. I mean, I always knew that they had a terrible relationship and he was always cheating. Like, that was obvious. But it's like, why are... I was always... Dipti says things with, like, this absolute... Like, I mean, I always knew that that was true and obviously it was so clear. That's a thing. Duh. (laughs) But, I mean, they, they... All they've ever said about their relationship was, marriage is hard. So I knew that it was in the shitter. But... And they were being real. But the fact that they, like, finally did it in this whole heroin rumor, I don't know, man. Heroin, it's just so heroin, interesting to me. Interesting. Because it's not about the women. I think it's about... It's about the H. The addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about the H. About the H. It's all about the H. And this yeah. is just a rumor. I'm sorry, Ben Affleck, if you're listening to this. Oh, and Ben Affleck's like, smack why about are the serially obsessed girls talking about my potential <laughs> heroin addiction? so sad about it. Sorry, so Ben. Sad. Sorry, Ben. Here's the thing I will say. If we have enough listeners who actually are also into True Detective and are feeling similarly, I will watch the rest of the season yeah. so that we can talk about it with you guys. I'll but do an episode. You want that. So what you guys enjoy that for you. And I will watch it, knowing that everyone's hate watching it, and I... And knowing that I told you about the Brokeback thing. Seriously, it comes up... And also knowing that I'm obsessed with Taylor Kitsch. If you watch Friday Night Lights, you love Timmy Riggins. That was his name on Friday Mm, Night Lights. Yeah. 
Friday night. So I know I'm not saying we'll do a full episode about that in and of itself. I'm just saying I will watch it and we can like loop back to this convo when it's done. If if there's enough of you out there who are like on board with True Detective, which you very well might be very well might be because it's a mystery show, serial's a mystery, and I suppose it's involving the mystery. So you know, thematically you're into that, let us know because we'd like to know. Because I mean I know for us it's like, oh, I hate Vince Vaughn in that show. I'm not a Vince Vaughn person anyway. I like Vince Vaughn. No, I'm Chicago guys. Yeah. And I'm a Chicago I don't like girl. Him. I don't like him, and I did not like him. Why when did he you got... like him? I, he I just love has him a face, and then everything else. He just has a face that him. I don't like. No, I love Vince Vaughn. No. He funds all that like Glenn Beck stuff too. What? See, you don't oh, know the man you love, Vicky. Shut Vicky. up. You're like Jennifer Garner. You don't know the man that you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'll tell you about that. Way to make that connection. <laughs> Wait, he funds Glenn Beck all the time. Shut okay. up! I have to go do a Google search with Dipty guys, so we should sign off. Yeah. But thank you Wait, guys. Again we're gonna for go listening. break Dipty's heart about. Um, oh my gosh! Pod. I'm upset. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll actually probably have some interesting stuff to tell you at the top of the next episode about kind of us and location. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening again and hit us up on email, hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from you guys. You are the best listeners ever. We got more coming at you soon. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. 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 I never thought-